Welcome to Aw Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero hosted by me, Kate Thompson. And me, Mark David Christensen. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, we just got out of Conqueror Worm. Yeah. Some major changes have occurred. So cool. Uh, in the, especially in the shakeups of um, the BPRD. Yeah, dude. Uh, Hellboy walking away. So I, I think this is like a sort of a pretty perfect um, thing to jump into next. Yeah. Because um, we're left with Kate Corrig- Corrigan. So why not have a little BPRD teaser? Let's I agree. Start it with Kate Corrigan. And it was cool, too. So for the intro, like we were talking a little bit about it off mic. Yeah. Of BPRD Plague of Frogs Volume 1, uh, Scott Alley does like a little one-page intro where he kind of talks about Hellboy walking away because I guess while they like like the characters it was like not the direction that Mike wanted for the Hellboy like the main Hellboy story uh-huh. I guess to have this whole big cast this like huge crew yeah which is surprising because he originally envisioned it as a team comic yeah then right the, and then That's he right. discovered that it was like no Hellboy has a different trajectory but then was able to then the decision to do a BPRD comic allowed him to, in his universe, still have a team book. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I thought it was... So what Scott says, oh, though he originally conceived of a team book, Mike realized the character of Hellboy was too good to keep him off center stage. So yeah, they wanted to like make something for the rest of the cast, and I'm glad they did because they're so cool. Like They're so fleshed out at this point. Um, It was just like, all right, great, you won't... Like, of course, I want to still see Hellboy stories, but it's cool that they also give these characters like their own area to shine in and like open it up to other artists, which, yeah, must have been a real I uh, probably like weird and a relief for Mike Mignola to give up some of that control over it. But also like at this, they also Scott Alley also mentions that he's Mike gets busy with the production of the first movie and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... Because I think he was a heavy consultant on it. I'm not... I mean, we'll we'll talk about that more yeah. in the future, but I <laughs> think he was pretty... I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he was, but I mean, that yeah. will be more research to do. I mean, do he or, says at least like, like... It's pretty vague, but he's like, he was working on the movie. So it was like... And they had kind of talked about having another artist come in for Conqueror Worm, but then ended up not. Yeah, I think that was supposed to be... They had talked that was going to be Guy Davis. Yeah. Who we, when we read his two issues that he did, which was Lobster Johnson's first appearance uh, or his first, yeah, first appearance. And then yeah. uh, Abe versus Science. It was like, oh, this guy seems like perfect to continue. And yeah, but it's weird. Just it Almost sounds like, like indistinct. Like, I mean, you like they're different, but he can really capture Mike Mignola's style, I think, pretty well. Yeah, it's totally I definitely different. I wouldn't say totally different, but definitely yeah. different. But again, I mean, it fooled me for a moment. Yeah, so yeah. Like you pretty... have to be like, oh, wait, this is like, it's like, it's that kind of thing where it's like uncanny valley almost sort of a thing. Yeah. Where it's like, this is like close, but not quite. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I agree. still great. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a little tease of what we're discussing today. Because <laughs> uh, it's a teaser. We teased real hot right <laughs> off the top. We normally don't do that. I love it. Uh, but before we get into actually um, the the short little uh, story and that we're going to be reading today, we got to first hop into a lovely segment called Right Hand of Draw. <laughs> I think that's what we decided. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Kate. What do we you got? We both have guitars plugged <laughs> yeah. in. That's what they're. You you heard those new guitars? <laughs> we both went and got Gibsons, and just for this, neither of us know how to play, but we got Gibsons. <laughs> um. Okay. So for this prompt of this right hand of draw, so before, so so far, it's been the Hellboy Mobile, and then BPRD Breakfast, mm-hmm. and now because so just this is a, in commemoration of. Just for me personally, we're looking for dogs now. We're going to. Cute. Yeah, we're going to get a dog soon. So I'm going to say, uh, um, I want to I wanna say Hellboy Pet, but I think I'll open it up to BPRD Pet to make it a little more like. Great, because we know that Hellboy has had a dog. Yeah, so he's uh, had a dog, but I guess like if there's like. It could be open to other stuff too. I love like that. you don't have to be don't feel like you have to make it like a dog or a cat. It can be something, you know. There's we know this world, pets. there's many weird things that he could have. Yeah. He could have like a weird little demon guy. Or if it's like Abe's pet, does he have like a fish on a leash? Or a like fish on a leash. does like does like Liz Sherman have like a fucking hamster that can light on fire? I don't know. This I love is for this. you guys to decide. Yeah. So I yeah, love it. BPRD pets is going to be the 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 third prompt. <laughs> the third prompt. I love it. There you go, listeners. BPRD pets. We want to see them. <laughs> we'll be drawing our own, of course, and posting on the site. Remember, um, if you do draw along with the prompts, when you post it to your Instagram, tag it right hand of draw, uh, as well as tag us at Ah Crap a Hellboy podcast. Um, include you can also include the hashtag half half demon hero, um, if you'd like. But we can't wait to see your BPRD pets. And yeah. I just realized, just to keep track of these props, Yeah. Um, even though sometimes I'm behind this, sorry, listeners, I know I don't, if you're using the readers list, sometimes I get a little late on posting or updating on the, th- the following Thursday when an episode goes live. But I will start to include, going forward, yeah. in addition to what we're reading, I'll put the prompts that you, for those episodes, yeah. I'll add those just so it's like we have a little log of it. And I'm I, also I don't know if we have a listener just making a wiki for us because <laughs> that'd be incredible, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I'm also like more than happy to receive, like if you're like, oh, I didn't have, <laughs> oh crap, <laughs> I didn't have time to do like the Hellboy Mobile prompt, but I'm like two weeks late. I don't care. Like you can oh, send you it can in. be a year late. Listen, I'm more. a procrastinator, dude. If you yeah. guys send this to us at, at any point. You know, I'll be very happy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Just yeah, we we like. <laughs> just, just don't beat yourself up. You don't know, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> Heck, uh, but we're excited to see your BPRD pets. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, great. Our next segment. Yeah, I don't think we've had this for a while. Called. Hell to pay. Cha-ching. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> I just pictured coins going into a, an old, regi- like an old cash register. Very old one that's like really heavy and flames coming out when you drop change into it. Sick. Fucking awesome. It's so sick. Uh, this little item that I want to highlight is something I think I just, it came through on one of my, um, I have like on our, our email I have set up some um what are they called when you like get like no, an oh, alert? notification alert yeah, yeah, yeah an email alert sorry i could not think of what it was called that's okay i forgive you and this came through on one of the alerts um and this is from bloody disgusting um.com they show this geeky tiki celebrating upcoming release of hellboy reboot 
with a blood red Hellboy tiki mug. Uh, this thing looks fucking cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> like, I really wish. I mean, hopefully I'll remember to post a picture on the website right now. But if you guys do do just like a Google search, bloody disgusting Hellboy tiki um, uh, you'll find it. Um, I wish I was really more into tiki drinks. I do, I'm not saying I dislike them. I love going here in LA to like uh, tiki tea. Yeah. You're going to get, it's going to be sweet and you're going to get too drunk. You're going to get messed up. But that being said, like, um, wow, this tiki mug is incredible, I think. Yeah, it's like made by FYE, so they make a bunch of these like geeky tiki mugs and stuff like that. I'm like looking at their like other sites, so they have like all this other shit. Oh wow, Frankenstein's Bride, Iron Giant. They have like horror ones, Hellraiser. Oh, very cool. Uh, Game of Thrones ones and shit. This is those are great. Pretty sweet. Yeah, and I mean, just to give you guys some specs on this too, um, for the listeners that might not have it in front of them right now. Uh, the mug is approximately about se- uh, 7.5 inches tall, holds 25 ounces of your favorite beverage, and is both dishwasher dis-wa- safe and microwavable. I don't know why it needs to be microwavable. Is, be- <laughs> yeah, is that a way to prepare? Is there a tiki drink that's If you want to make your little like microwave cake. <laughs> uh, I love it. But oh, I just love the design. Some cool shit, yeah. They I'm really cool wanting to. I I kind of want to. I mean, is it for sale right now? Shipping mid March, so it's mid March. Yeah. It's gonna be a. It'd be great. <laughs> I'm tempted. <laughs> I gotta check my checkbook. I'm tempted know, to buy these for us ju- and not use them until we go the and movie. see the movie. I we- had the exact same <laughs> thought. Like looking at it, I was like, dude, we could walk into ArcLight with this, and they would like probably mix us a cocktail in this thing. <laughs> It'd be fucking awesome. That I would think- be great. I wonder if people show up with their own cups. Probably, probably not. not. But we can maybe <laughs> try. <laughs> Two idiots came into the fucking bar last night. Let me tell we you. We don't about serve them. tiki drinks, but they we made <laughs> yeah, them for them. I guess make us like an enormous Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty cool looking. Wow, like it's it. fucking awesome. I'm gonna be very tempted for to us to get two of these. It's twenty. It's gonna be twenty bucks, is which that, is not outrageous. It's not, I don't think that's bad for a tiki drink because no. tiki drinks are like I don't. What are they made of? I mean, they're some of them are made of like this one looks like it's straight up glass, so it's like you're getting a pretty nice fucking cup. yeah, um, or like ceramic, or ceramic something? or something. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm no, actually like glass is so fancy too. What the hell's but wrong? But like with a me? So, instead of like plastic, <laughs> yeah, as opposed yeah, yeah. to plastic. Yeah, I got you. But his right hand of doom on it is awesome. Everything is really cool. I like his horns, and then with yeah. those swirls on him, it's very. It still has like the very tiki theme. Yeah, but honoring Hellboy, he's cool, man. And he has a cool little like grimace like half grimace going yeah the on little the like ninja turtle one part of the mouth yeah, open hey. yeah. <laughs> i love it um so yeah everybody check that out hopefully we'll have them for the, the movie it'll <laughs> yeah, be pretty fucking awesome like, uh you can't bring those in here <laughs> uh yes we can <laughs> i don't know if or- you've heard our podcast <laughs> The idea too of us yes, we're already drunk <laughs> preparing tiki drinks in them, but then sneaking them in like purses yeah. or like, you know, like listen, I've snuck a ton of stuff into the movies. That would same. be that would be a new that would be a new echelon of like <laughs> sneaking a prepared shit. tiki drink is pretty 
Great. I've definitely snuck in like a fast food cup of soda for oh, sure. I think so many like with have. a straw sticking yeah. out. You know what I mean? Um, I always just wanted to when take, I was in high take school, a cooler. All the time. Oh, man. I don't know why it would be so disruptive, but I just think it would be fun. <laughs> just like to the roll lid being in, like, loudly clunking off of the cooler yeah. and stuff. Uh, so dumb. <laughs> yeah. High school, I did the same thing. I snuck in a lot. Always. Hi. Like every time. And now I do. Now I in- intentionally try to buy, especially if I'm going to a theater, like if I'm going to like New Bev or, or the, like the New Beverly Cinema or like Los Feliz 3 or something like that. I'm trying to buy concessions because that's how they keep the doors yeah, open. Yeah, especially right? those smaller like Vista and all those. Yeah. For sure. If you're to smaller Arclight, local Arclight I don't theater, think needs my help. Yeah, they probably don't. But I, but I still do. I end up going there, be, going to their concessions because I have points. I ch- like oh, if I'm going to do that, I try to do it through my account with them. So then I get Arclight points and usually that will knock off the price of my concessions. No way. And sometimes I'll just get a free drink or whatever I get is ends Dang, up being dude. free because I have enough points. Shit's expensive or, there too. That's yeah. Good. So that's my little, <laughs> my little cheat. <laughs> uh, yeah. There you Promotion go. that they set yeah. up to do. Yeah. For all our that's folks. That's my little secret. Our, yeah. Our little secret is, Become an Arclight member. I miss having a card like that because I used to go, when I went to Regal all the time, I had a card. I've had a Regal card since I was in like eighth grade and oh, there's wow. no Regals out here, so I don't use it. The one downtown's a Regal though, Oh, right? really? I think the one downtown is a, a Regal. I don't know. Couldn't tell you, but I'm pretty sure there's at least one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about it some more. Yeah, let's talk about it more. You guys want to know more the- yeah, local theater talk? About what theaters may be in our area? <laughs> we're, we're never gonna look it up we're just gonna <laughs> speculate but enough of that <laughs> that was another segment of hell to pay um and before i move on though kate <laughs> answered the door today before we were recording and greeted me with a gift yeah uh, we love gifting she got me uh the hellboy super seven is this what they're called super yeah, seven yeah super, super seven makes them Action figure of Hellboy. Yeah, dude. A uh, fully posable action figure. Um, I got one for myself, too. Of course you did. <laughs> you should have. I did. Yeah, I bought a Funko. I didn't buy you a Funko. I bought <laughs> yeah. us a Funk- Funkos. Yeah. You should. Yeah, I bet. Did you get a Hellboy as well? or did you I get- got a Hellboy, too. Great. Yeah. I wanted, I was looking at the other ones, too, and they're, like, so cool. And, like, they had, like I was telling you, like, they have the $40 packs that have, like, like, you can't get like Rasputin by himself and you can't get like the gorilla by himself, you know, they're like part of a set or whatever. Yeah. They're part of a set of three. So, but that the Hellboy versions in those three packs didn't just weren't like the classic horn sawed off jacket wearing Hellboy. Like, I think this one's so fucking cool. Uh, Real quick, really funny to me. Just the packaging is amazing. It's so cool. So first I'll praise that. Yeah. I mean, I love the front with the Mignola art included as well as in the back just has that classic like feel of like, there's the other action figures and a little like information card about your character. Yeah, it's so Um, good. Love that. But then I find it very funny that at the top where it's like, you have a classic warning, choking hazard, small parts, not for children under three. Yeah. But then in the corner is like adult collectible, not a toy. <laughs> <laughs> Which also like, okay, so even though it says that, I was like, should I buy four so we can take one out and play with I, This is the first time where I'm not going to open it. I don't want to open it, and but I do want to play with it. And I'm like, fuck, I really, it's, the, it's really like the first time in a long time that I've been tempted to like, 
really have it and then also get another one to open it and play with it. I but wouldn't so blame far you. I haven't. I wouldn't blame you. I should no. just maybe that's will be my gift to you. No, no. <laughs> um, it, yeah, because it's Dude, like you, we're gonna get we're gonna fall into a fucking deep hole if we start playing this game because it'll know, be right? we'll be spending so much money for Super Seven. They have so much cool shit. I bet they do. Oh man, it's so great. They got me. His good. right hand of doom is fucking amazing on this. It's really time. cool. I really love it. I think yeah, I think he just looks awesome. Yeah, it feels like you bought me. A classic Star Wars, a, like a Kenner Star Wars It's toy. exactly what it looks like. Dude, and it also made me think like in the mid 90s, there were like, I feel like every toy had like, was really beefy. Like the other day I watched The Mummy with Jessica and which I, I like that movie a lot. The, the one Brendan Fraser? Yeah, the Brendan Fraser one. It's fine. I like it. I get why it's, it's like, enjoyable. You know, it's not like it's a enjoy- fucking work of yeah. art. They're not trying. But that, I was like, though. this is like not bad. It's for a what fun it is. adventure movie. Yeah. And then so I was looking up the toys, like just curious. Like it's always curious. Makes yeah. me curious about like what those looked like. And like it's like a beefy version that like doesn't quite. It's not a very good likeness of Brendan Fraser, but it's like still cool looking. And I was like, I wish. I almost wish on some level that they would make like a '90s throwback. Hellboy. But I guess they had, I'm sure they had the opportunity to make shitty toys like that in the 90s. And Mignola was like, no, I'm a goddamn artist or something. But right. like, I don't know. I was kind of like, I wish I had like a fucking, like basically like those wrestling toys, but with a Hellboy head kind of yeah. a thing. I don't know. Maybe it's out there. Or I got to sculpt Somebody, it myself. <laughs> sculpt yourself, sell it. Make yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least a couple Bootleg like Hellboy grand. toys. Uh that's funny you say that because I don't I think Kenner's always been the the Star Wars like toys from the original from the the to when they rebooted them when the when the special edition they they started remaking them again as well yeah. with toys. I remember them in the 90s like the these awesome versions. Yeah, and I used to buy all like all those and I'd give them for Christmas, even though I was like a teenager and like all my other friends were like, we don't play with toys. And I'm like, I like them still. Oh yeah. To me my was, friends, I, I knew a lot of people, those and like Dragon Ball Z yeah. toys. I feel like my <laughs> one like, friend Alex had a shitload of them and I was like, God, these are fucking yeah. so cool. I got rid of all my Ninja Turtle toys thinking I was going to oh. grow up and I'm mad I ever did that. Cause I thought like I had to. And then after I got rid of them, I was like, just sad. Yeah. And then. I just moved on to other toys like Spawn and the new Star Wars. So it was just dumb that I even got rid of all my know, Ninja Turtles. I and wish those, I fucking those toys were stuff. fucking rad. So cool. So intricate and so detailed cool. and fun. And the designs were amazing. I recently got rid of a Luigi and Yoshi plushie. And I've still, I'm still thinking about it weeks later. <laughs> we like cleaned up my house and we're getting rid of shit. Let go. It was like, I've oh let man, go of the Ninja I have Turtles. To. I know, I have to. I'm like, I'm like, a 30 year old woman who's like, how that Luigi plushie that I like almost never looked at is really leaving a big hole in my heart. <laughs> uh, it, um, <laughs> Something is going on there. Gotta that's talk to amazing. a therapist about that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, you should check out the discrepancy or like the difference between the original Star Wars toys. And I think Luke Skywalker is the best example. Because the other like ones have clothing on, even though they might be beefed up, they have they're like clothes, so you don't see it as much. But the Luke Skywalker from New Hope, the original toy, is like pretty accurate because he's like a skinny farm boy, right? Right. He's not buff. But then when they remade the new ones in the '90s to re-release at like when the special edition, and all that, his chest is like coming, like it's like 
bursting forth from his white robe. Because so, that's just how they made <laughs> toys then. Yeah, like, it's, it's so crazy. Fucking dumb. Like Brendan Fraser didn't look like that. Oh, I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> at the Luke. Yeah, look, yeah, at, look at fucking Luke. So I mean, beefy. the other two are too. He's been doing push-ups. Even Princess Leia looks like yeah. She looks like she could fucking body slam you. Yeah, she's like a fucking China. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so funny. It'd be funny if R two D two had like pecs. God, that'd be great. Just, like a huge chest. I mean, I'm pretty sure three PO is somewhat. I bet or, you're right. I bet you're right. These I mean, I could be wrong. It's so. D- I mean, so I have those, funny. but it's so insane. And also, the, the their poses seem to be uh, coming from the fact that they're all super swole. <laughs> yeah, they're all like chest forward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they so look dumb. Crazy, what dude. a dumb era of toys. <laughs> oh my god, so funny. Well, again, that was another segment with a little on gate, little extension on the end <laughs> yeah. of Hell to Pay. Little P.S. on Hell to Pay. I love it. Um, now the. Th- the story that we're actually now jumping into this week um, is only a three-pager. Yeah. Um, it is the BPRD teaser. Um, uh, this is, I know, uh, you'll give them a little more facts about it. Yeah. But this definitely was a teaser to promote that in addition to Hellboy that uh, that BPRD was going to get its own comic book. So do you have any other information cool. for us? Yeah, so this one... Uh is written by Christopher Golden, illustrated by Ryan Souk, uh, colored by Dave Stewart, our good friend, and lettered by ja- uh, Dan Jackson, edited by Scott Alley. And it was originally published in the Dark Horse, Dark, Dark Horse Extra, number 42 to 44, um, back in December 2001 through uh, February 2002. Um, but we're reading it in the trade paperback, BPRD Volume 1, um, Hollow Earth and Other Stories or um, BPRD Plague of Frogs Volume 1. Um, yeah, and it's kind of, let's jump right into it, I guess. Yeah, and just yeah. so you know, it was published as like the the newspaper format. Yeah. And then they, when they reprinted it, uh, that's how it is. They do yeah. the horizontal printing. So in my omnibus, that's how you have to view it. <laughs> on my, on Hoopla uh, Hoopla's like website on my laptop it's still that way and you can't like turn the page that's so, so weird. I flipped it like a book I mean now you have your iPad I mean, that I'm looking I watched at, you flipping perfect. your computer and I was like you can't do that <laughs> <laughs> you don't turn your your laptop like it's a book reading co- I mean comics on my laptop have have not been bad but every now and then there's something that's like glaringly like oh I should get a fucking tablet because I mean, this is just only reason I have a tablet is because to read comics better. To re- yes, legitimately yeah. that is it. Because I was like, it's so I, much better with Marvel Unlimited. I was like, I want and Hoopla. I was like, I gotta have a tab- yeah. a nice tablet. Yeah. All right, Good yeah. Call. Jump, jump in. Yeah. So we get um, uh, right off the bat, little establishing shot of the BPRD headquarters, uh, in Fairfield, and then Kate Corrigan's having a late night at the, in her office, which is like stacks of papers everywhere even like her pens like there's a lot of cool little details here little post-its on her computer and stuff yeah, and she has like some artifacts like on her shelves in the background along yeah. with a bunch of other stuff still with a steaming cup of coffee so she's not done yet oh no no and then she's like uh so yeah she's uh saying no use going home now so she's pulling an all-nighter at bprd <laughs> and she's saying let's take a look at the new guy uh oh cheng dao what a mess and like looking at this file we see like just a little photo of this guy and then it cuts over to 
the man himself um, in Heidelberg, Germany. We see Johann Kraus. Yeah. Kraus. And yeah, so in these like cool little brackets to let us know he's speaking another language, um, which you guys fucking know that you read comic books. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes like I, I, I when I was a kid, pers- I was like, what am I looking at? Here? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I love that. There's one person that just now went, oh, <laughs> I hope so. Because like I used to do it like I, I forget what comic I read that always did that but i was like i don't know what's going on that's very funny but yeah so that's what that is uh yeah so he is talking to a crowd uh of like a family basically um we're not seeing them yet but he's like ushering them into this room for a seance um he's talking about you know i, I love this line it's so cool like even if you do not believe in mediums come inside skepticism is natural and also useful a powerful emotion to attract the spirits like what a <laughs> cool like Little like, yeah, it's good that you're skeptical. Like, I just thought that was like neat. I don't know. It makes me think of a magic castle or something. Totally. I like that. <laughs> and it's like, it's somebody that really has seen maybe the other side like he is. Yeah. He's like, he's aware that they, that of you're just naturally going to not believe. Yeah. Like he's done you- this a bunch of times and he's like, I know you don't believe this yet. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see in a moment. And then simultaneously in Shengdao, China, um, we see like little inserts about those who want power, wanting to keep it. And if yeah. you can't, or wanting to get more power, if you can't get more power, then you lock your power away. Um, perhaps that's for the best. We see uh, like a statue that's buried away behind locked doors with armed soldiers. Ooh. Um, and that would have been the first, uh, I believe these were, were released Three. I don't think they were released all together. I might be wrong. Am I correct on that or not? Yeah, it's saying so that. That's just like that the first it. one. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because you're like, as a reader, you're just like picking up these dark horse little like, you're like, ooh, okay. Yeah. And it's like a statue similar to like, have you ever seen pictures of like the terracotta army? The like, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I didn't know the name of them, to be honest. That's what it was. But that's I, what I, I had thought to double of. check it just now because I was like, I, um, yeah, so the... Sculptures depicting the armies of Qi Huang. I'm probably saying that wrong, but the first emperor of China. And yeah, so that's what it kind of like calls forth to, in my mind. Yeah, so that would be it. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening here? Um, yeah, so the, ver- the next month when you get your next uh, Dark Horse fucking extra, we're seeing Kate again, still at the job <laughs> looking at her file. A genuine f- a physical medium. That's rare enough. Poor bastard. He was just doing his job. Like she, she's <laughs> she like, knows. She knows. <laughs> she's been there. And then it cuts back to uh, the scene where um, we see Johan talking this, to his family. Can I be real quick? Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Um, it's it's a just, it's I, either my brain didn't know how to read the flow of the second page or I'm off because I got confused yeah. of how you're supposed to read a, 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 a comic strip, I guess. Are you supposed to go fully across the top and then back to the bottom, or is it for or, this? For or me, would have been been broken up bec- in a different way than it's printed here because I got confused because we have Kate Corrigan. Yeah. Then it and then if you were to go, I thought I was supposed to go down. I can totally see how that. And would I got be. confused because it went down and it says like let's join hands, 
let's join hands. But then when you go to the next one that says seven months, he's like asking them to sit. Yeah. So then I was like, wait, you wouldn't, you'd have them sit first. Sometimes like, <laughs> I feel like every now and then with comics, I'll like have to use context clues just to see like where it's going, which only speaks to like how good Mignola is. Cause in his comics, I feel like problem. I almost never feel that way where I'm like, wait, which part is this supposed to be? But like, I wonder too, like where the fold of this, me- I, I guess this was right. probably, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if the, if there's like a crease in this or anything like. Yeah. Cause this isn't, this is, even though it's horizontal might be not be the official way. It right. It printed. might have been like, I imagine like maybe this chunk was on one side and that was on another, but I don't know. That's just yeah. pure speculation. on For my sure. Part. But yeah, then we would go because of this like slightly larger gap. I guess that's like, where, yeah, you're totally like right. That. that would be like, there's like a, a little larger gap in the space between panels, uh, just to the right of, um, Johan, like talking to this family, but he's like, yeah, he's just addressing them talking about, um, like the family member that they lost. If it, if it's possible, if they can hear us, uh, I will be the means by which you may speak with them again, which is like, cool. Ooh. He's doing like, you know, medium stuff. They all join hands. And then I speak now to all the spirits who linger among us. I seek the soul of Heinrich Wagner. Wagner, your family is here, Heinrich. Come to us. So he is like opening up this portal. We see like this energy coming out of his face. Yeah, similar to what we've already seen with Mr. Todd. Yeah. So he's like the real deal. He's like able to open up this like door to this other realm. Yeah, and become a ectoplasmic sort of form, I guess. Yeah, yeah, his like, ec- yeah, the like ectoplasm kind of like reaching out into this ethereal spectral plane. Yes, and at the very same time in Chengdao, China, we see a scene, you know, of these where these soldiers once stood. Now they're like bloodied, and the room is all disheveled and knocked over, and we see. Some gloved hands holding classic black, like thieving gloves. Yeah, right. black gloves. I feel like you should be on a, a list if you buy gloves like this. <laughs> yeah. Be like, wait a minute. Uh, track them. <laughs> <laughs> we see one of the soldiers, the clay soldiers, smashed, and somebody holding like a really intricate looking little sculpture. And then, yeah, ugh, yeah. Demon. Meanwhile, Johan is p- kind of picking up feeling this. Uh, wait, there's something happening. There's a disturbance in the etheric plane. And then at the same time, the head is removed from the statue and like just this blast of energy from the building where the statues yeah. were being held locked up in Chengdao. And it's like, you know, another crazy ass cliffhanger. It's cool <laughs> that they can establish like such quick. Yeah. And, and it's cool cliffhangers because there's, like that. there's three. They're doing it very well. I mean, I was going to mention this at the end, but like right here, because you they are doing it so well on just one page. Yeah. It's like, they're just really balancing three locations. It's, it's PBRD. Mm-hmm. Klaus, Kraus is like, um, little medium place and China. And it's just like getting, it was like, we need to just pop into each and give the correct information. It's very, yeah. it's very oh, yeah. well done. And looking at them all three quickly right now, the page breaks, at least in the first two, are like pretty similar. Like, or the panel, the panel um, yeah. gaps, like in between the three places. Um, and the coloring very helpful. is helpful. And the color, yeah, Dave Stewart's knocking it out of the park as usual, making really distinct color palettes for each place. Um, so that's pretty cool. 
you know, he, trying to help us yeah. keep it clear. And then um, for the third one, the final one, Chengdao, China, seven months ago, um, there, uh, where lust for occult knowledge led a would-be thief to a secret hazard. So, like, yeah, that's kind of all you get as far as summing up what's what's happened yeah. before this. You see, like, fucking chaos in the streets. People are running and, like, souls are getting sucked out of mouths <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're left with, like, just red eyes and looking sort of... Not fully, maybe a little, but not fully zombie. Yeah, pretty close. An eldritch power has been unleashed, consuming the souls of every being within a hundred mile radius. So like all, yeah, they're like. Big radius. Soulless, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, meanwhile, we see poor Johan's been like, and the rest of this family, uh, you know, like the rest of the fucking, uh, what are their names? Wagner's. The Wagner family is getting all fucking blasted with eldritch power, too, because yeah. they happen to have the door open at the time. Yeah, they're getting fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like sucks. they are being like, I think it says in here, the dead and the living incinerated together. Yeah. Good Lord. It's not good. It's not good. They were just trying to call their dead grandpa or whatever. And now they're, you know, experiencing horrible pain and their souls are getting killed and shit. Um <laughs> There is a horrible backlash, an infernal chain reaction, the dead and living incinerated together, and one man who is not quite like who is not quite one or the other during that fateful moment is trapped between the two. And then you see Johan looking at his corpse in this like ethereal spirit ectoplasm. Yeah, ectoplasmic in his ectoplasmic form. form. Yeah. And he's like, looking. I mean, I'm assuming it might be ectoplasmic. I think you're right, because that's how it's been depicted before, pretty much. Yeah, it's like that you're yeah. In like the Mr. Todd story, it's pretty much depicted like that, I would say. So he's looking at his own corpse being like, damn. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like something that he's like accepted as part of it, like a hazard of his field where he's like, I'm this might this could happen. Probably not. I'll probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like telling it's like, yourself it. it will never happen to me. Yeah. And then it does, and <laughs> yeah. you're like, Ugh. like of half ex- you half expected it. <laughs> um, yeah. So since he's like this since he is like a medium, I guess he's caught between both worlds now. And this is the form he's in. And yeah. then Kate looking at his picture back in her office. Geez, talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> Still, I think he's going to fit in just fine. And then we see the rest of the, it's such a cute little panel here, but we see like a picture of Hellboy and uh, Liz, I presume in the background. Yeah. Here. We see a little picture of Roger like waving a little like um <laughs> a, like a like a very like a pro profile picture of Abe. <laughs> yeah, Abe looking like forlornly out a window with like <laughs> a jacket on. Um yeah, and then we see the little picture of who you have to presume will be um the form of Johann Krauss now. Yeah, because in the first time we saw the file, his picture of course is is paper clipped, but then there's a a photo under it. Yeah. And now his Human form photos pushed aside. There's this new form that's like a guy like in a suit. Yeah. It's almost like it's like a mix between like hazmat kind of gas gas mask kind of suit and diver kind of suit kind of a thing. And I think honestly, very cool. I wouldn't understand what he is yet if I had not previously already seen Hellboy 2. Like, yeah. um, Because I mean, full disclosure, these BB, these BB. BPRD books I have yet to read all of them again I am 
have an omnibus of Plague of Frogs that has sat on my shelf for way too long. Um, I've never read of an official story with Johan. Yeah. Um, and now we're getting the first taste of it. And I'm like, ooh, exciting. But it's interesting to think that I probably would not know yet off of this teaser. It's a perfect kind of like teaser. This is moving into our final thoughts about this little uh, three-page um, tease that we get for the upcoming comic book is that that would have been such a perfect little like way to be like, yeah, it's getting its own run, but we're introducing a new character that I'm like, wait, he just got stuck in the, in this other plane of existence. Then the last image is just this weird looking gas messy hazmat look. It's like, Ooh, what is he? You can gather it pretty easily, but it's like funny that I think that I already know simply because I saw Hellboy two first. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a predominant, Seth MacFarlane character, <laughs> yeah. Oh, weirdly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's really fascinating to see. Um, any takeaways from this? This three-page just uh, teaser. It, it's cool. It's like um, I I kind of like that the fact that like it, it's 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 cool, especially hearing like Scott Alley's reasoning behind having Hellboy leave. Um, I think it opens up the world a lot to other artists being able to contribute to this world and like flesh it out more. I think like Mignola's had it for like 10 years at this point and has done like amazing things and made these amazing characters. And it'll just be cool to see um, other artists takes on, on these characters at this point. Yeah. It's like, it's like this, you know, this was with totally new, a totally new writer and illustrator. And it's like still awesome. And, like yeah still like a cool world that they've established so um yeah Yeah, totally it doesn't feel like it's it's left hellboy behind it's just expanding it's just blowing it all out and it's like just enough for me it's a cool teaser because it's like i don't need that much more background on this character and like he's already they're they're introducing a new character and they want him to like fit right in it's like a new cool like like what other kind of crazy agents would we have at the BPRD like it's a cool way to quickly throw in this like awesome other idea that they've probably had kicking around in their brains yeah um it is a very cool like a an guy ethereal that's a spirit. kind of Ooh. spirit character yeah very cool uh I think it's awesome I think it's I, cool. I think it's a great I agree with you I think it is awesome I think it's a great way to drum up excitement for a new series yeah is to like if they're going to introduce a new character, do this little tease, but then remind you with those little photos. One, it of course reminds you you're it's going to get you're going to get more Kate Corrigan because she's leading this in a sense yeah. the story, um, this brief tease, and then um, at the end you're just like, oh yeah, we're going to have Abe and Liz and uh, Roger. Yeah, it's like, like don't worry, Ooh. all your old favorites will be back. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love featuring it. <laughs> featuring Johan Krauss. Uh, it's like <laughs> Hellboy be funny BPRD had like an opening like SNL yeah right. <laughs> and Johan like it's the featuring Wee- slot <laughs> it's like him trying to eat ice cream and it just yeah, hits his right. mask and then turning like shrugging what, 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 what do I do <laughs> so good <laughs> Liz what would she be doing uh, she'd be like lighting a cigarette if it was like the 90s or yeah, something. Yeah, she'd be lighting a cigarette, taking a puff, <laughs> and then smiling at us. Yeah. Which is really funny because, like, <laughs> we're not, we don't associate <laughs> like cigarettes with like. I feel like now SNL would never have it, but didn't they used to have 
I don't know. Somebody must but have this been is for smoking. This is for BBRD. We can do whatever we want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What Abe would be like, definitely like, I feel like it'd be funny if like Abe is like running, either popping out of water is a, like, seems like obvious. It's like in a fountain or something. Or like, like yeah, or something like a fountain's funny. Yeah. Uh, or just like spills a drink on himself or something. That at a bar. would be really funny. But it's okay with it. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> or a waiter shrug. spills on them, but he's like, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I love this stuff. And then uh, Roger, what is Rogers? <laughs> Roger, Rogers just like being nice. He's like petting a puppy or something like that. He's like <laughs> yeah. doing something nice. I have like oh, a, he's do- a puppy. I have dogs he's on like, the brain. I love that. He's at like one of those puppy parties. So he's oh, like yeah. actually covered in puppies. <laughs> <laughs> They love the herbs. They love them. I love to lick the herbs. Oh, man. Somebody create the BPRD SNL. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, of course, hosted by Hellboy because he's coming back like as a returning like (laughs) old cast member. (laughs) (laughs) He's Uh, hosting. (laughs) So dumb and so great. Uh, I love it. I think this gets me really excited uh, for BPRD. Yeah, man. To see where they do with it, where they're going to go, um, to get to know these characters and their adventures a little bit more. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped. I love it. But that's it. That's the end. That's it. That's all we got for t- this week um, in this episode. We, though, would like to hear from you guys um, about this little BPRD teaser. Uh, did it get you excited? Have you even read it? Sometimes we just pick up the comics and we miss these um, little teases along the way unless you're picking up everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool thing to publish with. Yeah, I, I like that. I love that. It makes it co- like, especially for those completists out there. Yeah. Um, very cool. Uh, but yeah, you can email us at awcrapahellboypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear from you. As well as we are on Instagram at awcrapahellboypodcast and on Twitter at awcrapahellboy. Um, I believe that's what it is. I just mess. I just totally forgot because I don't have my iPad in front of me. Oh, and I also want to say... Thanks. Because, okay, so we have to watch. All crap, Hellboy. Uh, all crap, Hellboy, yeah. So I want to watch Tampopo. That's still on my list. And then also, uh, Drew on Instagram recommended this other book, or, or excuse me, this other movie, The Happiness of the Katakaris. And I watched a little clip of it, and it looks insane. And I want to watch that too. I'm excited. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to give a suggestion that uh, this is going to be weird. I'm going to give <laughs> I don't a su- know if it could be weirder than the <laughs> happiness of the categories clip that I watched, dude. All right. It's pretty. <laughs> well, I don't, I think it's weird the way I'm going to like preface. Bring it up. Cause I don't like this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to suggest people watch, but it's I good generally for don't the like, lexicon. Like it's good. For yeah. Your, because it's in the air for your knowledge. And I'm going to, and I'm going to slightly give it a slight. So we just read a teaser, right? It's not the full thing. It just gives us a tease of what it could be. Right. Go watch Unbreakable. I think it's a movie that's only a tease of the potential of a story that could be great. And I think M. Night Shyamalan comes up short. Did you watch what you call it? The Glass? New one? Yeah. I haven't yet. Um, I don't like him. I don't like him as a, or as yeah. a writer. I think he does some cool directing stuff. I will give I will you can gladly show me a sequence of his that you can convince me that as a director he he has some some skill yeah but as a writer i'm like you need somebody else to write write for you or i mean do it's been a long time since i've seen like lady but in the water and stuff i, I mean i still yeah. like six Sense though i really do forgive him and he's also from 
He shoots a lot of that shit in Bucks County, which is like where I'm from. Okay, cool. I'm not. So I'm, I'm I just still, don't want to go on like a tangent of my. You're allowed to. But, I think you have. But it's not. A, I think it's not a movie podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, we're here about Hellboy. <laughs> I I genuinely have a lot of like things where I go. I think he's a great idea, man. And yeah, I just yeah. don't like his execution. That's totally fair. Um, and I, you're not alone in that. <laughs> uh, and I don't know why Unbreakable is really on my head because I was like maybe I'm wrong, and so I I started watching it again and going like I. <laughs> Yeah, there's some I can again more of the directing side I can recognize. And I haven't all, seen it in but, so long. Yeah, and I was just like, it came out in 2000, dude. I'm 155. Yeah. It came years out the same old. year as the first X Men movie. That's crazy. Um, so I've just been it's just been on my mind, and so the teaser and yeah, that's it. I I didn't have any other like suggestions off of us off of this off of that little bit. <laughs> other than that, he just wanting like really multiple people I've had like. Wanted to talk about him recently, and I think it's mainly just because Glass came out. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I am curious about it. I do. Oh, I'm gonna see it. I did. I did spoil myself on a, a big aspect of it, but because I, I just don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's um, fine. Because I'm like, great, you're gonna have a. The of course, you're gonna have do. a fucking something to be like. This is <laughs> look what I look what I did. And the whole thing was inside a snow globe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would love him to remake Citizen Kane, and that's. Would be instead of it. Instead <laughs> it's of it not, breaking has nothing to do end, with Rosebud. It's just yeah, like it's like it's all took place in the sled. <laughs> oh boy, what am I doing? The sled is Kane is the sled. Kane is the sled. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a sled this whole time. <laughs> ah, ah, just like the reveal, like when he's it, like got a wig and a hat on. I love the idea of like from if you guys know Citizen Kane when the 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 snow globe falls and crashes yeah. it it fell not because he died but because he just because the snow went globe back to his original because the sled like, doesn't yeah, hold it yeah <laughs> <laughs> just him this Stupid. like his robe and under those sheets is a sled <laughs> that's the dumbest bitch and I love it <laughs> that immediately made me. Th- so like that, um, that idea of it being so absurd and stupid and also of being like a brief comic, uh-huh. like the brief comic that we read. If you guys have never read um, Snake and Bacon's Cartoon Cabaret by Michael Kupperman, it's like these kind of absurd comics that are really short, like each one's like a page long and one stupid joke. It's I, I own I, I should bring it and like lend it to you. It's oh, it cool. Just I would like love that. to check it's it very out. Very silly. Um check those out like it's they're just very very fun I'll, I'll bring it next time um he's just great he's that's wonderful a very funny please bring it comedy writer he also wrote this mark twain autobiography this like fictional mark twain autobiography that goes to from 1910 to 2010 like as though he continued living and like got into all these stupid like hijinks oh that's fun it's very silly he's a great he's great very good like humor writer oh cool i love it yeah um also i just think this makes me want to watch more short films for some reason just stuff that's shorter maybe even short stories or shorter like just because i feel like we are accustomed to like wanting more like a longer storyline or things like that but hellboy especially has shown that you can do great stories in shorter formats yeah but it's like wow uh I love short stories too. Yeah, and we're lucky in LA. You can go see like all of the animated shorts and like the Oscar nominated shorts. Yeah. Um, there's like a couple theaters that'll show all of That's them. So cool. You could just go pay see all of them. I think uh, I think we're gonna do that. We we did a couple years before and oh, I love to do fun. that. Let me know. Yeah. We make plans here on the podcast. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
<laughs> and now the segment where we compare calendars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. Calendars. But remember, um, please um, follow us on Twitter at Aw Crap Hellboy, yeah. Instagram at Aw Crap a Hellboy Podcast, and as well as go on to Apple Podcasts and please subscribe, rate, and review. That brings more listeners to the podcast. Um, and if you put a boom at the beginning of your review, five-star review... We will definitely shout it out. That being said, I need to give two big... We're trying to end this, but I need to give two big (laughs) shout outs to people on the podcast. I should have done this at the top, but you know what? Now that you've listened to the end, let's give it out. Let's shout it out. (laughs) All right. So two people have given us great um, five-star reviews um, on Apple Podcasts. Um, Our first is from... Roylette with 76, which is a previous guest of ours, of course, Taylor mm-hmm. um, and his son came on the podcast. But he is um, five star review says, boom, if you like Hellboy, this podcast is a must. Also, Dave is a sexy minx. <laughs> you, you would say that. Great. He's and just then, telling <laughs> it like it is. <laughs> and our other five star review comes from Justin the Scribbler. Um, he says, boom, boom. Boredom punched in its stupid face by this amazing <laughs> podcast. Aww. Thank you so much for those five-star reviews, starting with Boom. Remember, we'll give you a shout-out right here um, with those Boom five-star reviews. I keep repeating it because we want more of them. Yeah. All right. Well, we are out. We can't wait to see your um, drawings of the BPRD pets. Um, <laughs> see you next week. And I love you. We should double shout them out at the beginning of the next one in case some people don't make it all the way through. Oh, fuck that. Okay. I'm going to put a <laughs> marker here. <laughs> oh, hell no. You better write another review for that shit. Hi, I'm Winston. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of a new podcast on Campfire Media called Try It, You'll Like It. And on our podcast, we have our guests eat a food they hate one last time. And we have so many crazy yes. We got amazing chefs. We have killer comedians. Bakers. Candlestick makers. Distillers. Brewers. Food writers. Oh, they're Ooh. writing about food. Ooh, they're probably having some food while they're writing about that yeah, food. Because we're eating food and they're eating food and you're listening to it happen. All you ASMR heads enjoy. Chomp chomp. So check it out every Thursday at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Mmm, that was good. Yeah. Campfire. <laughs>